I am the type of person that is curious about practically everything I've ever learned. I love to know the mundane intricacies of how our world works. It doesn't take much to amaze me when it comes to basically anything. The water cycle, traffic patterns, even Microsoft Excel kind of fascinates me. I love all of it, especially when I can learn from someone who knows more than me. One such piece of knowledge to which I continually hold, I once learned from a yoga teacher. I learned that no matter how quickly or slowly our breath flows, there is a microscopic pause between our inhales and our exhales. When we slow and deepen our breath, this restful pause becomes more obvious. But what this teaches us is that woven into the very breath of life is rest. And in this pace of Advent that butts right up to Christmas Eve, I think that this Advent 4 is a bit of our restful pause as we shift from the inhale of Advent waiting to the exhale of Christmas joy. In our gospel lesson this morning, we hear the Annunciation from the angel Gabriel to Mary, that she would bear a child, though she a virgin, and that child would be the savior of the world. Upon hearing from Gabriel that her cousin Elizabeth was six months pregnant, though thought to be barren, Mary was able to answer the Lord, here am I. Servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word. When I imagine this scenario play out, playing out, I'm struck that God didn't just speak to Mary in a vision, as often happened in those times. That the angel Gabriel was sent directly to Nazareth. I find it interesting that this same angel that announced to Mary the miraculous birth of the Christ child to come, had visited with Zachariah six months earlier to share that Elizabeth would become pregnant, miraculous in its own way. It's compelling that Mary answers yes to Gabriel's announcement once she knows that her relative will be pregnant with her. Walking alongside the welcome and unwelcome comments that tend to come for a pregnant woman. It's compelling because in the darkness of the unknown and in the fear of all that could go wrong, Mary and Elizabeth have this sacred bond. And this sacred bond lays the foundation for God to become incarnate. In these last few hours before we celebrate Christ's birth, I'm holding close the relationship between Mary and Elizabeth. And I'm mindful of all the sacred bonds in my own life that have been the foundation for my faith, for all the ways in which I've been able to walk and follow God's call. Mary and Elizabeth didn't do it alone, and neither will we. And I can't really imagine a better use for this incredibly short Advent 4, for, 
or this restful place between the inhale and the exhale, than to give thanks to God for those who know more than me, to those who hold the light better than I do, to those who are willing to walk beside me even when I hesitate where to go. During Advent and Christmastide, we uphold Mary, the bearer of God, without whom the Incarnation could not have happened. But we do a disservice to her and to ourselves when we do not consider all those who surrounded Mary and Joseph. Our understanding of the Advent of the Christ child is anemic without considering all the ways in which Elizabeth and Zachariah and others like them supported Mary. On this Advent 4, I want us to pause and to consider all the Elizabeths and Zacharias and Josephs that have been in our lives. When I was thinking about spending our Advent 4 this way, a particular video clip came to mind. Perhaps you've seen Mr. Rogers' 1997 Emmy's acceptance speech, where he received a Lifetime Achievement Award. In this speech, he asked the audience to spend 10 seconds with him in silence, thinking and thanking those who helped get him where he was. The camera pans to fancy people in fancy dresses with tears welling in their eyes. So this morning, I want to follow Mr. Rogers' example. I want us all to take 10 seconds and to really think through these sacred bonds of our lives. Now, 8 o'clock said 10 seconds wasn't long enough. But I want you to spend that time thinking, who helped you in moments when you were afraid or lost or unsure? Who has helped uphold God's light when the darkness has become overwhelming? Who is your Elizabeth or Zachariah or Joseph? On this restful pause of Advent 4, we'll take 10 seconds to quietly and collectively give thanks to God for these bonds that maintain and uphold us. And if you've seen this clip, Mr. Rogers watches the time so you can focus, and I'll do the same. The truth of Christmas is that Christmas will arrive like a child to a pregnant mother, whether we are ready or not. And the gift of this year's liturgical calendar with its two days in one is that there's nothing left to do. There's nothing left to prepare for the Christ child other than to be mindful of those who stand in this restful place with us, to give thanks for their companionship 
and to give, bond, to give thanks for the sacred bonds that surround us as we try to hold the light of Christ, even among the abundant and ubiquitous darkness that fills so much of this world today. It was the sacred bonds that supported Mary through her pregnancy and through the birth of Jesus. And it's the sacred bonds that we carry that encourage us to have hope in the darkest of times. It's our sacred bonds that fill us and this restful space as we remember that the joy of Christmas is coming that the light of Christ cannot be extinguished and that we will soon be called to share the good news that our Savior is born. Because just as the angel Gabriel said, nothing will be impossible with God. <clears throat> Amen.